In the name of the true and living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Our gospel reading from St. Matthew reminds us that our Advent observance will soon give way to the great feast of Christmas. It begins, as we just heard, now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. The great light that gives life to all things is coming into the world and very soon. Heaven will be joined to earth in a stable rood, but we are not there just yet. Joseph learns that his fiance is with child and it cannot be his. We understand how that works, right? So what to do? As a righteous man, which in the Bible means a Jewish man following God's law, Joseph has the legal right to not only walk away from Mary, but to have her stoned to death, along with the man who made this happen. This is from Deuteronomy. If there is a young woman, a virgin who is betrothed, and a man comes upon her and lies with her, you shall bring them both out to the gate of the city, of the city and there stone them to death. Thus shall you purge the evil from your midst. Harsh justice, to be sure, but justice all the same. This was to ensure in a patriarchal society that the heirs are legitimately yours. And Joseph has the right to do this, even if he was mistaken about who the father might be. Instead, as the story goes, Joseph, the righteous man, he considers his beloved Mary and shows mercy. Even as his life is coming apart at the seams with this bad news before the longed-for wedding day, Joseph decides to put Mary away privily. That's how the King James Version says it, and I like privily better than what we get in our NRSV. But what you heard is, plan to dismiss her quietly. He shows mercy. St. John Chrysostom, the great fourth century preacher and uh, archbishop of Constantinople, he's down here on the pulpit. This may be him, I can't see from up here. But here he is, holding me up, thank God. St. John says that Joseph's small act, his small act of human mercy, gives us a hint of the great divine mercy that will soon break into our world, a world that sits in darkness. He preaches, it is like the sun not yet arisen, but from afar more than half the world is already illuminated by its light. The light of mercy that will flood the world with the birth of Emmanuel is already appearing. It's already appearing in Joseph's act of grace and mercy because he could have acted Joseph with the justice of the law. He was in his rights. But his righteousness was enveloped by his merciful heart. God has found in Joseph a heart of flesh and God can work wonders with that. 
God has found a man full of mercy who loves a woman full of grace, and he sends a messenger to Joseph in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child is conceived from the Holy Spirit. The birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. Already, before the feast of the incarnation, before the word takes on our flesh, we see that God magnifies grace and mercy, which is to say that God's justice, God's judgment, is not just another side of a coin with mercy on the other side. Mercy, God's mercy, envelops justice. And this is the good news that Joseph is beginning to see and what he shows us. Mercy is not only an option that a person might go with. No, mercy is God's way. And thanks be to God that while we were still sinners far off from the purposes of God, he looks not with vengeful judgment on our foolish and violent and proud ways. He looks with mercy and draws near. Emmanuel. You know, God could have left us on our own, turned in on ourselves, making a mess of it, Acting out of a sense of justice alone, he could have left us to our own desires as we continue to err and stray like lost sheep. But in the heart of God, justice is enfolded with mercy. And the Son, the Son is soon to burst forth in all his glory, offering it all, offering his saving life his redemptive love for all people. In this Advent season, this last part, it is like the sun not yet arisen, but from afar, more than half the world is already illuminated by its light. So as we look to Christmas, when the world will be flooded with this great light and, the, and God's new creation set in motion, are we ready to receive the healing mercy that Jesus Christ brings. Are we ready for it? It seems that the Spirit is saying that the best way for us to prepare for the difference that Jesus wants to make in our lives in the week ahead and in the year to come is to listen to Joseph, take him as our guide, to show mercy, not only as a choice that we might think is a clever, good human idea, but to see mercy as the will of God coming to life in us. And notice that in our gospel reading, Joseph doesn't say a word. I just said a moment ago, we should listen to Joseph. That's not true. He didn't say anything. We should watch him, pay attention. He doesn't say a word. He listens and he obeys. In the week ahead, it might be advisable following Joseph to talk less, listen more. That's a Hamilton quote, by the way. Talk less, listen more. Sit in the silence of prayer, listening for the heartbeat of God. Joseph also, lastly, teaches us to pay attention. 
Pay attention. It's through a dream that the will of God is disclosed to Joseph. And what do we say when we, we have a dream? It was only a dream. And we don't take it seriously. In the week ahead and in the year to come, pay attention to things that you might too quickly dismiss. After all, it is God's dream that is unfolding. The dream of a new creation, the dream of the kingdom, and it will soon break into our world, into our lives. How can we get ready? Show mercy. Pay attention. Listen to God and serve him alone. His mercy, it turns out, has a name. And he's coming to save us from our sins. O come, O come, Emmanuel. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.